Hello, Brookies, and welcome back to Storybrook Circus. Episode 8. Episode 8. Very exciting. It's me, Mackie Mouse. It's me, Isla. We are here again, uh, ready to deliver the Once Upon a Time goodness. I need to come up with like a like a opening show phrase. Like, you know how like... Uh, yeah. Um, uh, whose line is it anyway? They do the like... Where the blah 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 and the jokes don't matter. That's right. The jokes right. you like, and they do the some like kitsch. I need to do that and figure out whatever that is. If anyone has suggestions on how to make me funnier, uh, you can DM us at the SVC pod. We're gonna <laughs> workshop Instagram. that. Uh... Yeah. If you'd like to be a part of the workshop, you can join our Discord. I'm getting. Uh, I'm just getting my practice in and how to sell our <laughs> our social media. Uh, how are you? How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm still reeling from episode seven. Like, I'm still Man. upset. I feel like that this was, was our dream. first heartbreak. Yeah, it really was. It really was. It, it was the first time that we've had something, uh, real consequence, I think, you know, like really aggressively ripped away, which I kind of wonder if he had not, uh, had, you know, had another contract and had to go do another show, would they have done something so aggressive so early in the first season? You know what I mean? Because that was like a lot. Because I don't, I don't think that they. I don't. I don't either. Because like there was a lot happening with him that I feel like we missed out on, and I don't feel like I was like raw. Like I do feel like I was robbed from, and I feel like he did deserve more. But at the same time, I didn't feel like it was bad. Yeah, I don't think he was like a pivotal enough character. The storyline. Yeah, like Regina squeezing his heart out. We needed that. Exactly. So I'm not yeah. like, oh my god, this makes no sense. Like, why would they right, ruin yeah, it? Yeah. Like, it's it sucks, and I'm sad about it, but I don't think. It but I do like anything. the fact that they established that like people can die. Like, it's like the like so it it gives it a little bit more edge and risk. Yeah, we're not in a perfect fairy tale. We know we're not in a perfect fairy tale, but now like there's an edge to it. Like people are mm-hmm. gonna die. We're gonna yeah. watch people die. Yeah, like or or at least that potential is there you know what i mean yeah. like it's not it's not people aren't protected just because it's you know fairy tale related right um well uh, i guess we should get into the meat of our show the very first thing that we like to do is take a look at the storybrook daily mirror Isla, would you like to tell the fine people uh, of Brigiland? How do they submit to the Storybrooke Daily Mirror? There are so many ways that we can submit to the Daily Mirror. First of all, you can write a five-star review. Isla, funny you mentioned five-star reviews. It's like we have one this week. Oh my <laughs> we gosh. Do. Back it's to exciting. you, Isla. Let's read the five-star <laughs> review. I love how this is going right now. <laughs> who do we have? Who who do we have that has left us a wonderful five star review for f- on Apple Podcasts? So this is from our good friend Caroline. We know her from our other podcast, Misfits on Main. Hey. I can. Uh, so the only issue here with this is that I cannot read the full title of the reviews for some reason. So I have. Oh. Why wouldn't you listen? T dot dot dot. Let's see if I can retrieve that for you. Uh, it says, why wouldn't you listen to this podcast? Question mark. Okay, there we go. There you go. It is five stars. We love that. Do you like Once Upon a Time? Have you watched it 75 times? 
Do you love to listen to other people talk about Once Upon a Time? If you answered yes to any of the above, you should stop, drop, and listen to the podcast when it is safe to do so. And also, don't harm yourself. You don't have to drop. But on the real, this podcast is actually a 10 star. It's so fun to get to hear from other Once Upon a Time obsessed people and their thoughts on the show. Give it a listen. You will probably not regret it. I love that she put probably. Thank you for not <laughs> sticking <laughs> us to this like 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Like that's I love great. that there is a slight chance that we might disappoint you because that's how I live my life. And I love that. Thank you, Caroline. I really appreciate this. Um, love the disclaimer. Love that you think that we deserve 10 stars. I'm like, gosh. Yeah, that makes us feel really good. Thank you very much for that. Uh, I politely disagree but thank you <laughs> right like we think this is an absolute dumpster fire but we every appreciate week i'm that. like well, what am i doing <laughs> but at least it doesn't read that way at least people are having fun that's really all we wanted to do that's all we care about yeah we uh we like watching soap opera like television and we like having fun talking about it so that's what we did <laughs> we're not always put together we're not we're not exactly a perfectly produced show but you're not here for that you're here yeah, for us like right now i can't see the stream that mackie's trying to show me so we can actually watch the show okay well, no. no oh you can't oh whoops <laughs> well uh it's fine if you just vamp for a little bit i will get it working again <laughs> so caroline thank you for writing that five star review that is just one of the ways that you can write into the daily mirror you can also Send us a DM if you have anything additional to say. If you don't want to write a DM, you can call into our voicemail. We have a voicemail that we would love to hear your voices from. So if you just call in, the number will be in the show notes because I do not have it memorized. It's 207-536-8512. Do not be impressed. I do not have memorized either, but I do have the tab pulled up on my internet browser. (laughs) Okay, fair. Nobody memorizes phone numbers anymore. It's 2021. No, Everything's that's just saved into here. I don't even know my brother's phone number right now. <laughs> but oh we would love it if you would call in because as much as we love recording this and listening to ourselves back every single week, we want to hear your voices on this show. Because we do. The that's Brookies important. is a community. We're that's all right. in this together. <laughs> T for Troy. I see what you did there. Go wild, cats. Tea for Troy. Get your head in the game. <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. Uh, well, it appears as though our screen sharing system is temporarily broken, but we're going to continue on with the beginning portion of our show, and maybe it'll fix itself. And if it doesn't, we'll figure it out when we get there. This is this is what we mean. This is what you get with this podcast. We're on a journey. It's yeah. not about the final destination. It's about the memories along the way. That's that is true. <laughs> Well, uh, thank you very much for taking us through our storybook uh, Daily Mirror segment of the show. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed that uh, review. And as Isla said, if you'd like to hear your own thoughts read on the air, then uh, do all the things that Isla said, and then we'll do that. That will be great. Uh, If we move right along into some of our show information, today we are going to be talking about season one episode eight it is called desperate souls uh it aired on january 8th 2012 written by jane espenson directed by michael waxman and it is a rumpelstiltskin character backstory see i told i told you this off the air but i really do think that this title is misleading yeah 
if you throw the word souls in something, I'm thinking of Ursula. So I thought we were yeah. getting a new character introduced to us for no reason other than And that. like desperate and unfortunate for right. like synonyms. It just feels you know? like they coincide. Like I yeah. feel like we were misled here. I'm excited because like, I do love a good Rumpel episode, but yeah, yeah. Um, and also, we discovered uh, that the January 8th date has a some minor significance in that our last episode aired on December 11th, meaning that this is the first episode back after a winter break of a couple of weeks. Um, so they kind of are going to heavy recap. So, so that actually means that. The Heart is a Lonely Hunter, which we didn't know when we were watching it last week, uh, was a cliffhanger, like a mid-season cliffhanger of just like he dies and then credit roll. And then you don't have an episode for a few weeks, which is really strong. Like I love I love when when uh, when shows take the reins that aggressively like that. That's really cool. Um, so, yeah, so this would have been our our reintroduction, not reintroduction, but like our, our coming back from a little bit of a, of a break. Uh, on this particular episode, the synopsis reads as follows. Regina and Mr. Gold play dirty politics and take opposite sides when Emma runs for a coveted Storybrook public office against... Sydney Glass. That already sounds pretty juicy. Like that's, I like that. Emma, have you even changed your zip code with the art, like with your address with the RMV yet? And you're just running for city council. Like, right? You were living Literally. out of your car yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if she has a strong, uh, strong campaign, I suppose. Um, reading along. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in the fairy tale world that was, is every is it going to do that every time? The fairy tale world that was is also a hard sentence to say. Right. I digress. Rumpelstiltskin tries to track down the ultimate power source in order to help his son avert the horrors of a meaningless war. Rumpelstiltskin's got kids. What? Uh, And now I would like to proudly introduce a new stinger slash jingle for our production notes section. Are you ready? You haven't? (laughs) Isla hasn't heard this yet. Here we go. Production <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're like a full-fledged radio station now. Do one more time, just for funsies? Production notes. Uh, as part of our production notes, we like to talk about uh, things that have been reused, some little fun facts about um, things directly related to how they how they shoot it and some easter eggs that are in there uh in this case we have a couple of reused actors that they um kind of wanted to point out to us so do you remember i think it was the first episode or the second episode when we talk about um regina we we see regina in that circle around the fire and she's making the curse the dark curse uh and she has the there's a witch there yeah, random people. Witch there and the, an ogre and a weird mm-hmm. little elf she turns to stone. Okay. Well, apparently, <laughs> the uh, both the actors who play the blind witch and the scarred ogre, uh, it's the thing you love most, which I think is episode two, they both appear in Storybrooke, but they make no mention of it. They completely glaze over it, but it's the same actors that play those characters as they do um, these two counterparts. So it's Miss Ginger... Uh, in Storybrooke, and uh, someone who's credited Burly Man. I assume they never say his name. That's just what he's credited as. But um, yeah, they both play these two people around. So I guess they're implying that they did, like, remember I told you, like, extras will show up in the background and yeah. they did exist. And, and so this is the first case where they actually reuse an actor. I like um, that. 
in Storybrooke to kind of, if you have a keen eye that you can see like, oh, hey. I mean, even though they had like a lot of makeup and stuff. Uh, and then this is just a, a small observation. Uh, the Sydney Glass is obviously running against Emma, right? So he gives a, a small speech uh, and he references the magic mirror in the speech. There's a couple examples. He uses the word reflection and he, he talks about, you know, specific qualities um, about Regina, you know, and stuff like that. So it's supposed to be him up there being the magic mirror. <laughs> uh, so when when we get to his speech, let, we can kind of look at it through that that lens. Am I right? Oh, okay. my God. Nope. You're welcome. You're welcome. Nope. Uh, during, uh, during Emma's confrontation with Mr. Gold in his shop, there's apparently a Mickey Mouse figurine that oh. rests on a, on a case in the bottom left. Uh, and a Minnie Mouse figurine is also on the table to the right of Mr. Gold. So oh. we'll have to, when we get to Mr. Gold's shop, I'll, if we remember, we'll see if we can. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one is uh, Longbourn location, uh, where Rumpelstiltskin says he is headed, is a reference to the Longbourn estate from Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice, which is the favorite novel of Jane Espenson, who wrote the episode. Isn't that cute? Oh my gosh. She like, literally like Bridgerton to the script and like wrote in some stuff wow. like, like from Pride and Prejudice that she liked. So she just pulled out uh, the estate name and made that the place that uh, Rumpelstiltskin is going. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, before we actually watch the episode, we like to do a little thing where we point out the lost references in the episode, and we call that segment, What's in the Hatch? Uh, there's only one this week. Uh, apparently, when Emma is taking out her anger on the toaster, there is a bottle of the coveted McCutcheon Scotch Whiskey. <laughs> which that i like when it's in there it's not a numbers one i love when it's like apollo bars or like there's some geronimo jackson stuff that's coming up soon which is a fictional band from some Lost, work had so. to be put in for these ones the numbers are easy yes but we're gonna this is and like I looked actual ahead. effort because of your grievance from last week uh very justified by the way i i went and looked ahead a little bit and i saw that probably 80% of the references are numbers related, but it, it is a little bit clever how they integrate it in. Mm -hmm. Like, I like the idea of, like, specific times. And it's, if you actually really take a step back and think about it, like, you you take a... Like, I'm we missed the dartboard one because the, the scene where he's throwing the darts, he's throwing them at a picture in the middle, which doesn't isn't attached to any numbers at all. And the dartboard they're talking about um, is... It's on the wall in the sheriff's office. There's a dartboard there with no picture of the deer in the middle. And there were already darts already stuck in. It wasn't even like you see someone oh. throw it and it hits an eight. It was just stuck in that spot. So it's actually a really clever like thing to pass the camera by quickly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That if we didn't know it was there, it would be hard to find. Uh, so it, it, it is a little bit clever. But yeah, we're going to have to we're going to have to deal with a lot of numbers references coming up soon, especially like combinations of numbers and that kind of thing um and and in the dialogue like we have dr whale saying you know what did you want 15 kids and like even something like that that they just skim right over and you're like oh wait <laughs> um so yeah so that's that uh so now we just get to watch the episode okay so without further ado uh episode eight desperate souls for the first time we're actually going to play 
the recap because up until this point, the recap has been exactly the same for every episode. And because uh, this is the first episode back after a break, they want they actually changed the entire uh, beginning section before the title card. A lot of it is visual, but they even change up the way that the that the script is written too. So we're actually going to include that this time. So here we go. Every storybook character you've ever known. Okay, or you can play it from the beginning. <laughs> there is a town in Maine where every storybook character you've ever known is trapped between two worlds. You're the only thing in this whole place that feels right. Victims of a powerful curse. The evil queens and everyone from the enchanted forest here. They don't remember who they are. I just want to make sure Henry's okay. He's fine. She's a con woman. All I'm doing is trying to protect you. We belong together. How in the hell did you get like this? Only one knows the truth. How far are you willing to go? As far as it takes. And she'll stop at nothing. <laughs> till someone breaks the spell. Graham! Graham! Don't underestimate me. You have no idea what I'm capable of. Ooh. Girl. Girl, we do, and it's bad. Title card, we see the dark one. Uh, riding through the forest on a horse. He's just a shrouded figure with a fire. And we see uh, right away spinning spinning straw immediately. But wow. he's Classic like not Rumble gold. Still skin. Yeah, he's like a normal dude. Right oh now. my gosh. I've come from Moraine. Is that a part of the story that he used to spin straw before? He, was, well, I guess, Rumpel. Yeah. You don't see a pre-Rumpel still skin in the Rumpel, story. Rumpel like, started from the bottom. No, okay. Take her. She's my baby. Don't take my baby. Nonsense. She's a fine, strong girl. This guy looks like a chode. His mistakes. He's turning fourteen. Only fourteen. Orders of the Duke. The ogre wars have taken their toll this season. He looks like More the troops will turn the tide. Like the leader of a frat house. Somehow. Right. Like take this is like Brad from Zeta Kappa. <laughs> yeah. She'll ride with me. Ew, he is Brad from Zeta yeah. Kappa. Real, real date rapey vibes here. No, <laughs> She's 14. Yikes. They look like they got microwaved. So there's the dark one. A random shrouded person. The dark one seems to think I can. Oh. And it looked like a like whatever they were holding was like emitting power, you know. Yeah. We'll find a way. We'll find a way. So I guess this is like the draft, I guess, for the army or whatever. When okay, they but why the girl? I don't know. In here? Do you see anything? No. He's in the back doing whatever he's doing and she's like mr gold are you in here and he in the back room whispers to himself well this is my shop like he's so he's so catty and it's not even for the satisfaction of anybody but himself that's one of the right. things i love about his character it's just so he can snicker to himself whoa what is that oh this is lanolin used for waterproofing it smells like livestock well it is the reason why sheep's wool repels water it stinks um, if there was a reason you called the sheriff's department, if you want to talk about that quickly yes. or outside. I just wanted to express my condolences, really. The sheriff was a good man. You're still wearing the deputy's badge. 
Well, he's been gone two weeks now. And I believe that after two weeks of acting as sheriff, the job becomes yours. <laughs> Too soon, bro. You'll have to run the Unrelated. Back. His hair looks so yeah, soft. I, I just want to pet it. <laughs> it does. <laughs> looks like a Vidal Sassoon commercial. I guess you make the kind of words. I have his things. What? The sheriff. He rented an apartment oh, yeah. that I own. Another reason for my call, really, I wanted to offer you a keepsake. The very top of a Mickey Mouse figurine is in the bottom, bottom row. It's a weird thing. Hey, Mills. do you want the dead guy's Seems stuff? Like she was the closest thing I had to family. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. No love lost. Like she knew him for like two weeks. Okay. Yeah, this seems a little odd. I feel that all of this stuff is headed directly for the trash bin. You really should take something. Look, this jacket. This is weird. No. Oh, oh look. Boy, my like these, don't you think? You could play together. But like, you have to think. No, please. Is Rumpel doing this because he remembers and he's trying to get Emma to act as the savior? Is he trying to, you know, instigate That's something? That's a good question. That's or, a great question, actually. It, like, it is he like, what can I use? Like walkie talkies for yeah. her and Henry to conspire with each other? You know, I don't know. You know, Rumpel's character, and this is a little bit from what I know from future episodes, obviously, but I'm trying to think exclusively from what we've already seen, which is very little. We've only really seen, you know, the thing you've seen him in captivity in behind bars being goofy and you've seen him messing around with the king. Making a couple deals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But not not a ton. But Rumpelstiltskin very much seems like the definition of like an imp imp type character is somebody who's just causing mischief because it's fun yeah he's right? always trying to meddle for yeah. no reason other than his own personal fun enjoyment right and and mr gold and rumpelstiltskin later on will do things with ulterior motives which is different than like just meddling because it's funny uh so there's a little bit of both i think play going on this scene though it doesn't he doesn't seem particularly malicious the way that the way that like cinderella when all that stuff with cinderella was going on you could kind of tell the way that he was manipulating things it was a little bit more transparent it was a little bit Mm -hmm. easier to tell that he was like moving chess pieces whereas this doesn't seem like he's like, first of all, why why would he be pushing the... Because that's my first question is, why is he being so pushy about this stuff? Like, it seems out of place. Right. And the way that he's doing it just feels like... He's like, oh, but do you want this? But do you want this? It, it's like a gypsy. Like, he feels like he's, like, trying Weird. to sell something, you know? Yeah. But, like, I don't know why. And he's not... It doesn't seem like there's a little glint behind his eye because Regina has got... You know, like, I don't know. This one, this one seems a little strange. So, I mean, I'm assuming we find out, but that, but you bring up a valid point about like pushing her towards the uh, the savior edge. You know, is he kind of playing against Regina? Because that's fun. That would be fun to give right. Regina a villain. Yeah, you know? not even like oh, he wants to break the curse. Just like eh, rustle some feathers right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, he just nothing much to... going on. It's been two weeks since somebody died, so I might as right. well kick things. Right, right. Notch. Just piss off Regina. Right. They grew up so fast. Oh, I think they're playing with the idea Thanks. that now we know he has you a son. Enjoy with your boy. Your time together is precious, you know. That's the thing about children. Before you know it, you lose them. Okay, so I she, think they're gonna. She gave him up for adoption, though. So. 
That's the source objects, bro. <laughs> they, uh, you're right. They they are pushing his like son thing now. His the parental part of Mr. Gold, I guess. I don't know. something. Hey, she did it. <laughs> uh, thought we could use them together for Operation Cobra. Thanks. Ding. Oh, come on. What's up? You've been ducking me for weeks. You forgot to ding. Oh, why? They said Operation Cobra. Stop Cobra. Oh, Operation stop Cobra. You're right. You don't play with a curse. Look what happened to Graham. Wait, what are our other rules? Because we haven't dinged in a while because we've been looking at all this other stuff. I forgot. Like, what? So we have I don't even Cobra. think we did it once last week because we were just so enthralled by what was happening. Um, it was heavy. It was a lot of last of contact. We have Operation Cobra. Let's let's regroup on the on the okay. drinking. Okay, rules. so the drinking game includes Operation Cobra. Uh, Emma's leather comes jackets. With the price. Oh, so, like anytime? Because she's going to be wearing the leather jacket. Like, oh, she's wearing the red one right now. So I think it's the red one. I think it should be anytime she's not wearing the red one because she's wearing the red one literally the whole time. Okay, fine. Anytime she's not wearing the red leather jacket, we drink. Okay. All magic comes with the price. We drink. Deer Apples. And deary. We drink. Apples, yeah. Deary. Another drink. Or Regina saying deer. Yeah. When she calls someone kid. Ugh, when or Henry calls Henry kid. Uh, what else do we got? Surely, uh, oh, uh, anytime Rumple makes tries to make a deal with someone. Yep, yep. I'm gonna quickly look up like once upon a time drinking games because I remember that the, the some of the rules that I came up with, I I like mashed a bunch that I found online together. Uh, let's see. Uh, ooh. Oh yeah, Mary had Mary Margaret ones. We had like when she's dorky or weird, when she does things awkwardly. That yeah, when she's just like do. super uncomfy. Uh, an obvious Disney reference is made. That's a good one. Not like a Mickey Mouse on the bottom shelf because it was literally just his ears, and you could see the little tiny thing, like the little yeah, crest and that's on not the top of his head. Too obvious to be honest. No, but like an like an obvious Disney reference. Um, tr- talking about true love, I suppose, because that's going to come up eventually. This is hilarious. Fairy or evil witch cleavage. That's literally one of the lines here. Oh, I don't like that one. There's a lot of like corsets, like heavy corsets and stuff where they're like really pushing boobs in people's face at some point, which is why it's probably on the list. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) Someone loses his or her memories. Someone regains his or her memories. So season one's going to be, you know, full of a lot. As we already have Graham, you know, like... Who already started to remember? So surely he more dead people now, though. Will. So, well, yeah, but that's gonna that start to trend. You know what I mean? That's like the first. True. Uh, I like this when you learn that someone is related to Henry <laughs> because of <laughs> because of all of the the like step the family step-dad. tree yeah. is just so Fa- messy. Family trees and soap operas just crack me up. Uh, let's see. We meet a new character. Um. Anyone mentions the savior. Actually, we kind of let off the savior oh, stuff a little bit. So that's yeah. going to come back. Because right now we're getting into character development a lot. So right. once that's done, there's going to be a lot of, you know. Yeah, because don't right forget. now only Henry knows there's a savior. So like Exactly. But like, let's not forget. That's why she's in the town in the first place. Right. Is to be this. And that's the whole point of Operation Cobra is because she is the savior. In fact, on this list, Emma is not wearing her leather jacket. So there you go. Um Ooh. Starting with this episode, I don't remember if it shows up in this episode, but they're certainly going to talk about it. One of the line items here is they show the Dark One's dagger because that dagger becomes a real big thing. So 
this is the first time that they even mentioned the Dark One. This is the introduction of the Dark One, the character. So I think oh. we should start that one this episode. That's who that character was, who was doing the weird, the weird wibbly thing, wobbly thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, take a shot when a heart is ripped out. Which the, we had the, basically the first, I mean, Henry's, uh, you know, her dad, Henry, he was the first one, but like she did it in Storybrooke with, you know, so. Well, she didn't rip it out though. She, she had it in the thing. She but we'll, disintegrated it with yeah. her hand. Uh, someone says magic, hope, evil, wicked, true love, or curse. <laughs> That's really good. Okay, Actually, we'd be this dead. Says, this says finish your drink, aka the hardcore mode. <laughs> like you have to finish your drink. And the second line is when Regina is upset. Are you serious? <laughs> you see how many Snow bottles from one episode? I think, I think this is supposed to be like the hardcore version. Uh, yeah. There's another Regina showing cleavage. Apparently, there's a lot of cleavage that I missed. <laughs> I've watched Bridgerton so many times now that I'm just, like, completely desensitized. I'm like, all of these girls in corsets have boobs. Right. I know. Uh, I mean, we we I know we had uh, the Blue Fairy. That was the first, like, banger oh, yeah. outfit that they were and like, And all hey, of Regina's... Not Regina. All of the Evil Queen's outfits mm-hmm. are pretty... Yeah, they're pretty busty. Yeah. All right, so I think we have a good... Uh, oh, you see the storybook sign. Let's also include that. Storybook sign. Okay, so I th- yep. I th- I, this, is, this is on me, but definitely keep me honest on this if we see these things. We have a, we have a nice little bit of a roadmap. Uh, one of our listeners, um, Taryn, not my wife, Taryn, from Texas, uh, said that she was compiling a little bit of a list. So I, I, I we should probably come up with like a little bit of a, a cheat sheet. It's like... For when we're watching the show. Because we're watching for a lot of stuff. We're like looking for Easter eggs and lost and like all these things. So like we should, I'm going to post like post-its on my computer or something and we'll do that. Anyway, so far Operation Cobra, we've done that. So from now on, we're going to, we're going to be good about, so anytime you hear the bell, that is the drinking game. Feel free to drink water if you will, but drink along with us. Okay, here we go. Henry, I told you they did an autopsy. Totally natural causes. He okay, just whatever. Spontaneously died. I could keep you from messing with Who it. gets an autopsy back with him, too? Getting it's killed. fake. They're worried about me? She and who's doing the autopsy? Was good. In the small town. Like, oh my god. always loses. Because good has to play fair. Evil doesn't. She's evil. This evil. is probably best. Oh, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> don't want to upset her anymore. Man, Henry's really shook. It's crazy. just thinking your mom is just a murdering evil witch she is. But like... <laughs> but like imagine having that thought Discovering it world. at 10 years old? Like, yeah. sad. True. Well, she's gonna be the oh. sheriff now. I wish we had another earthquake when she picked it up. <laughs> or like a lightning strike or something yeah. crazy. Sorry. That's not for you. <laughs> it's been two weeks. Promotion is automatic. Unless the mayor appoints someone else within the time period, which I'm doing today. So who's it going to be? After due reflection, Sydney Glass. Sydney <laughs> from the newspaper? <laughs> How does that even make sense? Well, he's covered the sheriff's office for as long as anyone can remember. So he wrote about it, so and clearly he'll he do whatever you want him to. You just cannot stand the fact that things have been getting better around here, can you? Better? Are you referring to Graham's death as better? 
You... He was a good man, Miss Swan. He made this town safe and forgive me. Hold on. That's That's a real real delicate piece of gaslighting there did you see right, that? you're how like really slick. gaslighting right now like she's like he how was a good man like bitch we know but and also like things are getting better and she so quickly slipped into like using like twisting her words into right saying that graham's death is what she's talking about and and the thing i loved about it is that emma didn't even flinch she was no. like looking into her soul <laughs> like yep. wait a minute like no not that stupid attempt at like make at shaking me she's like really honed in on regina's nonsense which i i love i this appreciate dynamic the two of them because they're not just cat fighting all the time they're not just no. like going back it's not jerry springer style like they're really it's very very clever chess and this is probably the first person that can never keep up with Regina in terms right. of like she can really shake people and like Emma not only doesn't stand for it but she can see through the veil attempts because she's good mm-hmm. at it herself. That was that was that was a little bit of fencing. I liked that. It was very very delicate warfare. <laughs> for saying it, but you have not earned the right to wear his badge. Graham picked me to be deputy. He was wrong. No, he knew what he was doing. He freed this office from your leash. You're not getting it back. Actually, I just did. Miss Swan, you're fired. That she can do because the sheriff. Ooh, that was aggressive. Uh, the sheriff, from what I understand, the counties, the local county police department works for the sheriff's office, and then the sheriff's office works for the mayor. Town? The go- the governor. Yeah, because the mayor is the mayor of a city. So there are multiple mayors in a state. The governor is in charge of the whole state. So all of the mayors, I believe, answer to the governor. Okay, so if there's somebody who understands politics more than the two of us, please call us or message us how this works. Because whatever that is to like uh, to shrink that down to the small town, right? The mayor of the town, not the governor of the state of Maine, but the mayor of the town of Storybrooke would be the boss of the sheriff's department. And then mm-hmm. all of the police answer to the sheriff. So technically the mayor can fire the sheriff. Like it's not like you can't fire a mayor because a mayor is elected. Right. But a sheriff is hired. So technically she could totally do what she just did. So it'll be interesting to see how they turn this into like we're going to elect a sheriff. I don't think that's how that works, but I'm pretty sure. I'm sure we'll be corrected if we're not. <laughs> there it is, McCutcheon. See it? Yes. I love this punk version of Emma. <laughs> Toaster broken? It wasn't when I started with it. Pretty sure it is now. Just needed to hit something. What's going on? Regina fired me so she could put one of her own puppets in as sheriff. It's my job. Never heard you so passionate about it before. What happened? I don't know. I just... I know I want it back. There must be a reason. Maybe... Well, first of all, it was her job. I just want to beat her. (laughs) Right. Like, why wouldn't I want it back? I did it. (laughs) I I don't understand. (laughs) Also, it makes me laugh a lot that, like, the way that TV shows and movies are made, they have to get clean plates of their audio or else, like, them their dialogue, or else they have to 
go back and re-record the so if it's like raining outside or wind or whatever it's called adr which is uh automatic no uh i don't remember voice it's, it's basically voice replace dialogue replacement automatic dialogue replacement where you record it after the fact and then somebody goes and it matches it up to your lips the funny part is if they don't do that then whatever sounds are in the scene were not recorded in the scene they were digitally put in after so somebody had to put all of those sounds of her dicking around with the toaster in after like messing around with metal like somebody's it was somebody's job to like sound design like her messing this thing they just took tracks from trash in the camp and they were like we're gonna throw this in here like literally (laughs) it's actually a really fun job but it's just every time i see scenes like that i'm like that was it because it's if you listen to it it's really aggressive like the sounds are really loud of her like scraping this thing i'm like all right you could have put that down Good evening, Miss Swan. Sorry for the intrusion. There's something I'd like to discuss with you. I'll let you two talk. I like how everyone is so uncomfortable around Mr. Bold, but they just are like good with it. Like they're like, he is a little he has a creepy vibe about him. I heard about what happened. Such an injustice. Yeah, well, what's done is done. Spoken like a true fighter. I don't know what chance I have. She's mayor and I'm, well, me. Miss Swan, two people with a common goal can accomplish many things. Ooh, two people I with smell a, a D word a coming on. More. <laughs> How would you like a benefactor? A benefactor? This isn't quite a deal, though. Do you mind? This is more uh, an alliance. You know, weird, weird. It really is quite shocking. You brought a whole binder. The town charter. The whole the t- town, the charter. town charter. It's quite comprehensive. And the mayor's authority? Well, maybe she's not quite as powerful as she seems. Oh, that look. That's an I know the truth look. Yeah, totally. Bay. Bay. Wake it up, son. Come on, wake it up, son. We're going now. We're going now. Come on, come on. Feels wrong to run away. It's worse to die, son. I'm not having you taken away to that ogre's war. Oh, it's the ogre's war. That's what it is. War. Yes. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Are we sure there's no other way? Oh, I can't lose you, Bay. You're all I've got left, son. You don't understand what war is like. What they do to you. Quick, hide in the ditch. Hide. Go, go. Stop right there. Great. We have good old brass. What are you doing on the King Theta Kappa? We have some Come break it up. To sell it, the ferret Longborns. Longborn! I know hey. you don't. Drink for the hell of it. Okay. <laughs> what was your name? Hmm? Spindle Shanks. Thread whistle. Hobblefoot. Oh my so god, these I are hate all, him. Uh, these are all references to the story, the actual story. Like those are some of the names that whatever the girl or whatever he's trying to deal with. Um, oh. guess should when she's trying to guess his name, those are some of the names that she oh. guesses. Yeah, yeah. His name's Rumple Steelskin. Hush boy. Rumple. Ah, the man who ran. Is this your boy? How old is he? What's your name? I'm Balfire and I'm 13. 
When's your birthday? In two days Shush, time. Boy. Did you teach him how to run as well, Rumpelstiltskin? How do you remember one soldier? <laughs> Did he tell you how he ran and the ogres turned the tide of the battle and all the others were killed? And he returned home to a wife who could not bear the sight of him. You see, women do not like to be married to cowards. Please don't speak to a boy like that. It's treason to avoid service. Take the boy now. No, 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 no. What do you want? What do I want? You have no money, no influence, no land, no title, no power. The truth is, all you really have is fealty. Kiss my boot. This guy's the worst. Like, I hate him. You asked he is my like price. the worst. Kiss my boot. Kiss my boot! I like this ju juxtaposition of, like, showing... Like, this is the Rumpelstiltskin that we met in the first few episodes, and he's just like a sniveling coward, you know? I hate it. It's really, it kind of makes you want to root for him a little bit, because he's, I, you know No, I, mean? I feel awful. Yeah. Like, he just wants to protect his kid. It's okay. Let me help you. Let me help you home. Thank you, old man. Yeah, it's really messed up. Like, I feel for that. Like, I he would do so anything to save Harper, so I could not imagine. Yeah. He looks so frail now. He's, like, crying. <laughs> it's really bad. Everyone deserves to feel safe in their own homes. That's why Sidney Glass is my choice for post of sheriff. No. This man has put the needs of Storybrooke above uh, for as long as any of us can remember as chief editor of the Storybrooke Daily Mirror. Please welcome. Hey, the Storybrooke Daily Mirror. Sheriff. We're really playing this up Hang as a qualification a to be the sheriff of an entire town. And I'm just oh, not sure one, where that's correlating. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me that I don't understand the justification of like this like journalist. And we've never established that he's necessarily a particularly good journalist either is somehow right. qualified for law enforcement. Like, this isn't a, like, political position, though. Like, the sheriff like, is... You know what I mean? You're supposed like, to protect the town. Yeah, it's not the same kind of Which Graham honestly set. didn't do the best job at either. So, like, <laughs> why are yeah. we bringing in the newspaper boy? Right. It seems a little... A little, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. And it's, <laughs> it's weird that they did it to the begin with, but the fact that they're playing up... He was the editor-in-chief of the Daily Mirror. Like, a, yeah. Do like what? maybe we don't need to necessarily. We don't need to play that up. That's not right. It's not That's top not of the really resume material here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, this is about to get. It's about to get. It's about to be some beef. The only thing not appropriate is the ceremony. She does not have the power to appoint him. The town charter clearly states the mayor shall appoint a candidate. You can appoint a candidate. It calls for an election. The term candidate is applied loosely. No, it's not. It requires a vote. And guess what, Madam Mayor? I'm running. Fine. So is Sydney. I am. <laughs> I am. Bro. With my full support. I guess okay. we'll learn a little something about the will of the people. I guess we will. 
I'm going to call that uh, Regina and Emma square off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good I think one. Just because there's a lot of them just in each other's face a lot. We should actually <laughs> just have a cat noise. Oh, I can do that. Let's. I, I have my notebook, my trusty notebook for things I'm going to do for the next episode. Cat noise. Yeah, I like that a lot. Another day gone. There'll be no flame, no. No. You need to find another way. You need to choose a different path. Choose. What choice do I have? Everyone has a choice. I'm the town coward. The only choice I have is which corner to hide in. That's so sad. That's so sad. Emeline? Friendless? The only thing I've got is my boy. And they're going to take him away from me. This is... Un- this unexpected. Take him away. <laughs> truly. Truly become dust. Wow. Not if you have power. You may as well say diamonds. Get a hold of yourself. Think. Why do you think that someone as powerful as the Dark One would work for a useless fool like the Duke of the Frontland? Tell me, the Duke has the Dark One in thrall. He's enslaved him with the power of a mystical dagger, and on the blade is written a name. The true name of the Dark One. There we go. If you were to steal the dagger... I'm sorry, bro. Why are you still homeless? You if you have this whole plan... And then no right. one be able to take your son away from you. What? To keep a man like the Dark One as a slave? No, I, I, I can't. I'd be terrified. Then perhaps... The fact that he can't even think about it. Like, he's like, yeah. oh my god, no, get the thought out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> impure thoughts, impure thoughts. <laughs> Just to know who he becomes, the fact that this is where he started is I, it's, so bizarre. First of, okay, we're going to give one up for the writing of this arc. We haven't even seen the full arc yet. We haven't even seen the tip of the iceberg of the full arc yet. And already just seeing where he started and where we just saw the be- you know beginning of the storybook story with the Dark Curse. Just that little amount of time, because there's even more than that, is incredible. Let's also give it up. For Bobby Robert Carlyle, who plays Rumpelstiltskin, playing immaculately playing like a pitiful fool. Like, that is such a hard thing to get people to believe, especially if you've already convinced them that you're a grade A meddling badass and that you're like this this super manipulative the villain baddest in storybook. of the bad. Like- right? And that you can then take the same group of people who are watching your character watch you playing the same character in a different point in time and make them not just feel something different, but feel so polar opposite to, I mean, never has a case been more true of like 
uh, uncovering the villain's, you know, motivation was not them being pure evil. You know what I mean? Like, that's a mm-hmm. very common thing to write that the, you know, the Maleficent live action movie is like, well, it's not what you thought it was. She wasn't just an evil, crazy witch. Like, there was a whole backstory and there was some stuff that led up to that. This show is basically doing that to everybody. But, like, this one in particular, watching him cry like that, I'm like, oh, yeah. God. And- Related, not related. Ugh. I am so intrigued to see how they're going to do that with Cruella Deville with the new Emma Stone movie that's coming out. Not Emma Stone. Yes, em- yes Emma Stone. That's mm-hmm. coming out because it's just like, how do you sympathize with the crazy woman that is skinning puppies? Like, how right. do you justify right. that? So I'm. I feel like this is going to be as crazy as Rumple's story because it's just like, yeah. how do you get to that point? Yeah, 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 and yeah, and and what could like what justification could there be that that is the place it ends? You know, and, what I mean? and us as the audience to be like, well, you know, she was it. misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, right, right. I mean, because I, I did you like the Maleficent movies? Because I felt that way in the Maleficent movie. I have never watched them. I do not give Angelina Jolie a. Dime oh, that's of right. My money. That's right. I forgot. That you home have a, wrecking. You have character integrity problems with actors. I forgot. Uh, well, then you're probably never going going to watch it. There's one particular scene that really isn't a spoiler because it just it it, it the informs Leah yeah. like later in the in the in the movie where she's like abused and, and made fun of and they like they basically she can she has wings like the whole thing with the dragon like she Maleficent had had wings and yeah. they literally like cut them off of her and like say like filed them down they've publicly humiliated her i honest her to god this, like, can get behind most villains like i can see yeah. why they're evil cruella deville though i cannot why are you skinning puppies i, I mean it's a story we haven't been told it. yet you know like it's a, it's i a, know and she but just i'm just seems... like everyone else i'm like I, you know what i get it but like maleficent you... tried to kill a baby <laughs> And she waited 16 years to then kill the teenage version of said baby. Like, that's real high-level crazy. You know what I mean? The I evil don't know, queen the was like, thing. you're prettier than me, so I'm going to poison murder you and leave you out in the forest. I just don't feel as bad when it's like a puppy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, Animals, if it's, like, I'm thinking about a, like all these dogs, and it's just like, why sure. are you skinning these puppies? Right. I mean, it, it's it's a different thing that we can't necessarily relate to. But, um, <laughs> but like Ursula basically turned uh, like Ursula is not a villain. No, Ursula is not a villain. Where I, but she like turned teenagers into like little zombie worm things and put them in bottles. And like, why'd she do her, that though? Why'd she do that though? I mean, but they all have that though. They, they all broke have a that, contract. Like, no, true. Ursula is not that's a true. No, my girl, I they, will, I will die on chose. this hill. Ursula did absolutely nothing wrong. It is a little dark. She though. is a businesswoman. <laughs> and she is collecting her check, and I have nothing but respect for her. It's <laughs> <laughs> an interesting hill to die on. <laughs> well, uh, we'd love to know if the Brickies uh, agree or disagree with this particular. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I think it's a hot take. I think it's a hot. If one. you don't if read you don't... the fine print, I feel do not. I have no bad feelings for what is going to happen to you if you don't want. Wow. It. Nope. Guys, don't cross Isla. She's uh, she's very serious about her <laughs> And that's that on that. That's the Isla. That's that on that. Side. That's how we all got the U two album on our phone. 
because we did not yep. read Apple's terms and conditions, and then we That's all woke true. up and were mad about the U2 album, and guess what? <laughs> we deserved that. <laughs> we did. We did that to ourselves. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my goodness, what is happening? Alright, well, let's keep watching. <laughs> jingle, jingle. Regina. Honest to God, what is he using his hair? <laughs> Pantene probing? Legal documents. Contracts, if you like. Always been a fascination. Contracts. Wow, funny. I agree with Rumpel. I like small weapons, you see. The needle. The pen. They're doing that thing again. The fine point of a deal. Yep. Subtlety. Yep. Not your style. He said deal. He said deal. Oh, he said, but, no, I meant make a deal, not just say oh. deal. But I'll dig it anyway. It's getting the better of you, Regina. Shame what happened to Graham. Don't you talk about him. See, I also feel like you we can nothing. drink every time they do the whole I know but you don't know thing where they just go back mm. and forth on. Yeah, that's Who true. Knows? Are we yeah. going to talk yeah, about yeah. it? The, the like coy. The tension. Uh, the, yeah, the like play on words and stuff like, yeah, that's just true. Let's uh, let's let's go back a, a little bit and see. I, I also really love this metaphor. He talks about small weapons, and you think mm-hmm. he, he's actually uh, visually he he walks over to a dagger, like a like a case with little knives and stuff in it. You think he's talking about small weapons, and he says a pen. Like how strong is that? And like Rumpelstiltskin's whole thing is a deal. Like the smallest weapon is his signed contracts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that. He doesn't consider that just a thing he does for fun. It's a weapon. Which is, in- if you think, think about, about it, that Rumpel's using those as weapons, that kind of changes their perspective a little bit, which is interesting. Always been a fascination of mine. Yes, you love to trifle with technicalities. I like small weapons, you see. The needle. The pen. The fine point of a deal. Subtlety. <laughs> Not your style, I know. You're a bastard. Yikes, what a zinger. Ooh. I think your grief is getting the better of you, Regina. Dang. Shame what happened to Graham. Don't you talk about him. You know nothing. What is it to know? He died. Are you really going up against me? Not directly. We are, after all, both invested in the common good. We're just picking different sides. See, we're, well, we're I talking about it. Slow horse this time. Not like you to back a loser. She hasn't lost yet. She will. Never underestimate someone who's acting for their child. Ooh. He's not her child. Not legally. No, who's trifling with technicalities? Oh my! <laughs> Yo, this fight Ooh. is. So even better than the catfire from last week. This is that was that was heavy. That was that was Mike Tyson. Now who's trifling with technicalities? And it's so quick. They're so quick with each other. Like it's just oh, it's incredible. I love this. This I'm I if you want to call this show a soap opera, like this is what I live for. Is this that was so good? That was above soap opera. That was telenovela. Like that was like classic. Especially that it ends with such a like a knockout hit. Oh like my that. gosh, that was so mm. good. And also interesting, if you really break that down, Rumpelstiltskin using 
someone else's words as a weapon against them. Mm-hmm. Very because he doesn't come to the fight with any ammunition. He just lets you throw it all at him and he picks it up off the ground and then hurls it back at you, which is a very interesting tactic that only very sharp, quick-witted people can do. And we saw his origin was not sharp or quick-witted or quick at right. all. You know? So it's very interesting to keep bouncing, even not just forward to Rumpelstiltskin, but forward to Mr. Gold and seeing how kind of manipulative he can be but without needing to come to the fight with a sword or a gun or a, like that he likes a small weapon so, so and i think that in some of what he's saying not just the pen but some of those small weaponry is the little things that slip out of your mouth that you let go you know mm-hmm. what i mean that he yeah. can just use his bullets oh he's so good he's so good Oh, look, it's Ruby half naked again. Hi. Look at her apron is longer than cool. her shorts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, we love Ruby. Pretty hard. And Henry's in a scarf. Sydney wrote it. <laughs> he looks like an 87 year old man. He, he looks like Bernie it? Sanders. <laughs> no. I was born in jail. Yikes. Yes. Yikes. These records are supposed to be sealed. Tell me you're not scarred for life. I'm not. Well, not by this. <laughs> Good. I'm Good answer. This out, and we will get our news from something more reliable. Like the internet. This is what I've been trying to tell you. Good can't be evil, because good doesn't do this kind of thing. My mom plays dirty. That's why you can't beat her. Ever. I have a new ally. Mr. Gold said he's going to help. Mr. Gold, he's even worse than she is. You already owe him one favor. You don't want to owe him any more. Yep. Don't do this. What a smear campaign. Right? This was a juvie record. It's like a little too close to modern day home. Yeah. (laughs) And this was in 2000. 12. 11. Oh, yeah, 12, because it's January so now. January yeah. 2012. So it would have been well before, you know, our, like, Trump controversy. But it would have been in January, and they knew it was coming out in January. So I wonder how strategic it was to have an episode about politics happen before an inauguration. You know what I mean? Was that happening like, then? 2012 would have been a, a Was it Obama's last year. term? I think so. Yeah, so, like, because... I don't, the 2012 was, yeah, because 2016 was the next one. Donald Dump was 2016, so. Yeah, so like, so 2012 would have been, the, it would have been second term, not a first term, but I wonder just like putting an episode about politics, mm-hmm. like right in the middle of like the election had just happened. It would have just been confirmed in December and then January would have been inauguration. Yeah, that would have been true. right in the middle of all of that, you know? So I, I, I mean, hmm, obviously it was taped beforehand, but could have been a strategic move. Side note, I don't know why my video has been freaking out like this for the last, like, 50 minutes. You're just, like, twitching like a green screen. Yeah, I I want to fix that before I move on. Hold on. I don't know why it's doing that. Not that you need my video, but I can't tell if it's just... It's very sporadic. I know. Can't tell if it's just that camera or if it's... Let me just put my other camera in. Because it's bothering the hell out of me. By the way, I drove all the way to Orlando to a camera shop to get this fixed. And they were like, 
yeah, we can't fix that because we can't order Sony parts. And I was like, are you serious? I've been calling your oh. office for like a month and nobody picks up. And then I drive all the way out here and you're like, oh, we can't. So now I have to send it to California. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Which like, it'll be insured and once they have it, it's protected by them. So they'll, they'll have it. It's the handoff from mailing to the business the first time that I'm yeah. talking about. Because that's like, if they deliver it to where I tell them to deliver it to, but the business never picks it up, I'm screwed. Right. <laughs> I mean, I I doubt it. I'm trying. I'm trying to think practically and be like, I'm, they do this all the time. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the actual webcam that's freaking out. So I'll have to fix that later. But hi, hello, hey, 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 hello, hi. Uh, okay, let me put a little marker in here. And then Okay, moving on. This was sealed by court order. I don't know how you got it, but that's abuse of power and illegal. Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't want people to know you cut his cord with the ship? I don't care what people know. What? This hurts Henry. <laughs> he would have learned eventually. We all lose our heroes at some point. He doesn't need to lose anything more. She is twisted, Madam Mayor. He doesn't have any, any hope. Don't you see that? Hope. He's fine. He's not fine. I mean, think about it. Watching his adoptive mother throw an illegal smear campaign against his birth mother, you don't think that would go. be upsetting? All I did was expose him to the truth. And as for the legality, I did nothing wrong. But you and Sydney will have a chance to get into all that at the debate. Debate? Yes, Miss Swan, there's a debate. There's also you, you something really sinister about the way that uh like somebody who's really catty like that i wouldn't call them a villain because these people exist in real life right you've you've probably seen someone on social media who's very has a like chip on their shoulder about their information and whatever and the way that they talk to people it's condescension it's like the way that they almost dumb things down with their body language to like talk down to them like they're little it's kids. gaslighting regina, yeah regina does it to she does it to everybody but she especially does it to emma like she talks to her like she's her child and it's very subtle and so seething <laughs> like and she's still so one track minded like she is she's blinded you yeah. are throwing away your son's mental health yeah for what for like a small uh parry move to your enemy to your you know, right like a very small jab and, and it's like a pawn and then, you're literally losing a pawn for this for right and like exposing yourself to right or right. like or the consequence of it's interesting because this is part of that stuff we keep talking about about where regina and the evil queen start those lines start to get blurred and they will they keep blurring back and forth in different directions but it's so crazy when you can so clearly see the evil queen's influence on this modern regina character because that is how every time they show us the evil queen that is how she reacts in in the enchanted forest where she doesn't care what it takes like the very right. first time we ever see her do anything in the enchanted forest she's like well i had this prized steed it's my best horse that i've ever had and she's like but i really don't like this little girl so i want to make this this curse happen so i'm just gonna slice his heart out with my bare hands right. 
and put this curse like it's very one track like i gotta get the curse done so off with the horse so what and then okay the horse dad work. he's like well i got your dad because well. that's how the course works sorry you know and then and it's interesting how she like pushes through that you know pushes through whatever the actual thing that's horrible is there's a piece of her that like has to deal with that and both regina and the evil queen are really good at compartmentalizing the grief like she's i'm sure she didn't want to do that to graham i'm sure she had actual feelings for graham right because you know? cool but she had to justify it, it in her twisted right. evil mind where she's yeah. like well but like the, this is what i have to do because she was crying curse. when she did it you know right. she, she was like tearing but the fact that she's the one who did it and then uses it as a pawn to like yell at other people like don't talk about graham it's just really that that level of compartmentalizing is like the highest level of sociopath instability <laughs> that, like yeah that could possibly actually that's not sociopathic it's it's uh um a psychopath because psychopaths lack empathy they don't have the feeling. So it's really kind of a blur between the two because the evil queen is more psychopath, but like Regina is a bit sociopath because she still feels the feelings, but is yeah. willing to sacrifice yep. just to get what she wants, which is just, oof, it's like scary, crazy. But <laughs> Talk about jail time and juvie records. And maybe even your new association with Mr. Gold. See, these chess plays where she likes to casually throw in that she has that the leverage the you information you had yeah is no longer leverage because i not only know about it but i already have a counter prepared for it like the way that she that she jabs and, and fights because all of this fighting is just as aggressive as punching each other in the face right but it's long game which is the evil queen's like specialty you know so the fact that we know emma thought that you know this this ally with Mr. Gold is going to be like a ace in the hole, and Regina's like, "Well, nope." <laughs> you know, he's a snake, Miss Swan. You need to be careful. You get into bed with. I'm not getting into bed with anyone. I'm just fighting fire with. Whoa! I did not know that was going to happen. <laughs> also, girl, who are you talking about getting into bed with? Too soon. I know. Just saying. Help me. Okay, why are you acting like she's not going to help you I know. out of a fire? That's a little extreme. The sheep's fat needs to be liquid and get that wool good and soaked. Why are we doing this, Papa? This is good wool. We can spin and sell. These are our keys to the castle, son. And once I'm inside, something I have to take. What do you need to take? That old beggar, he told me a fine tale about the Duke and his magical Oh, so dagger. the Duke has the what dagger. What does it do? Yep. If I own that dagger... I control the Dark One. If I kill the Dark One with a dagger, I take his powers. By God's name. Imagine me with those powers. Can you imagine me with those powers, Ben? I could get to redeem myself. I could turn it towards good. I'll save all the children of the front lands. Not just you, my boy. I'd love to see that. But if the loss is in the fight, I, I can fight. Why does he sound like... The little leprechaun from Lucky Charms and Bay sounds to- like he's from Wisconsin. Like he's from, <laughs> like what they do that a lot on this show. There's a lot of weird accent things. In fact, I read that um, somebody I gotta I gotta I want to find out who which character it is because I read in the wiki that somebody said that they wanted uh, to have an English accent and they said no, and it's somebody who 
naturally has an English accent. So they had to like learn an American accent with a character that is already English. (laughs) What? So it was like an English person playing an English person. And they were like, yeah, we don't want a British accent. They're like, you mean my accent? And like, yeah, we want you to be mad. So, but like, there's some characters like him is clear and even charming has that does that weird royal thing with his accent when he's in the enchanted yeah. forest and like a bunch of people have like heavy accents and then some people just sound like they're american it's weird weird choices no no the, the, the law doesn't want you to fight son the law wants you to die that's no battle that's that's a sacrifice son you look at that red in the sky that's not the the fires of the battlefields that's the blood of our people son the blood of children. The blood of children like you. He looks so creeped out right now. <laughs> the son. Insane person. He's but just like. Involved with that. If you have red sky, that's going to be your blood, so it's kid. It's true. <laughs> well, it's true. It's true you ran. I had no choice, son. And mother, did she leave you like the knight said? You told me she was dead. Yeah, that's heavy. Yeah. That's right up there. That's right up there to the like your adopted conversation. Yeah. You know? And like, screw your mom, kid. I'm sorry, but like, seriously, your husband just didn't want to leave you, and you hate him for that. I don't know. Yeah. So, what do we need to do? The Duke's castle is made of stone, but the floors and the rafters. Why does that matter? Because white buns. I'm sorry, you're gonna light a duke's castle on fire? Oh wait, they're in a burning building now. Coincidence? I think not. You're gonna leave me, aren't you? Girl, I'm not gonna have you murdered because you're having a catfight. She's crazy. Like you're gonna leave me, aren't you, in this burning building by myself. You're really looking in the mirror, Regina. Right, because she would. <laughs> what is this dude just happens to be standing out there? Set me down gently. Seriously, you're complaining about how I saved your life? The firemen are here. It's not like we were really in danger. <laughs> what? Next time I'll just... You just thought you were going to die. But you know what? Next time I'll do the same thing. And the time after that, because that is what decent human beings do. Good girl. That's what good people do. <laughs> Good girl. She's covered in soot. Enough. Regina. I'm fine. Nice shot of the victim. Sydney, what the hell are you doing? Being a journalist. What is news? She's the competition, you fool. Did you really rescue Regina? She did. The fireman said it. They saw it. You are a hero. We should see if they have a <laughs> time out. Justice for Ruby. Like I can we start hashtag justice for Ruby? Because man, the outfit they put her in. Hold on. Let's see if we can find like nail this. Did you really rescue Regina? First of all, in this shot, she's completely hidden by Granny, which I can't help but think is not a coincidence. She did. The fireman said it. They saw it. You are... Okay. 
She is in what I can only describe as the red jacket that Eddie Murphy wears in his Raw stand-up. <laughs> like, it's a and fully... her hat is that guy from Mario. Yeah, it's like a big... Is it a bonnet? What is that? It's like it a beret like a big... bonnet? Yeah. And she's wearing like red... like She's wearing fingerless red gloves. This Leather. Is... Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> I mean, I get the Ruby reference, but this is heavy. This poor girl was put through so much in this. She's also stupid beautiful. Like, she's I so know. pretty. This is really crazy. And it feels a little bit misogynistic. I hate. It's terrible. This would not fly now. I hate, yeah, I hate feeling like I'm putting extra context to it because if you guys saw the text threads between Isla and I over multiple kinds of social media, like talking about over contextualizing things to be appropriation <laughs> is sometimes it's just not like I know that everybody's really hot on like you know, what things are in the news and what things are, like, racist or abusive or hate speech or whatever. Sometimes it gets a little out of control. I think we've all seen that online somewhere of, like, it being a little excessive. But I don't think in this case, it it just it really does feel like they just didn't know what to do with a female character. They're doing great with Mary Margaret. I think Emma's a fantastic hero character that is not doing the damsel in this is just awful. But, like, why do this to this Why did she need to be a bimbo? Yeah, she's like what super part sp- of and, and Little Red Riding Hood was a bimbo. So uh, there is a version of Little Red Riding Hood that is more okay. But uh, how many people care about that version? Yeah, first of all, yeah, I didn't even know it existed until I saw this. I mean, and we know like the See, Little Mermaid, for instance. Even right now, not- you're trying to justify it. You're like, well, there is this one way that they told it. We're like, no. I mean, we that's the source Red material they're pulling from. But like, it's first crazy. of all, Little Red Riding Hood is like six in the one that we all know. Yes, that's true. <laughs> so the whole the actual cautionary tale is supposed to be um, they. What do they say? Uh, it's a, it's a tale to to beware of lecherous men. Like that's the actual original tale that was written. That was adapted into the like children's story that we are familiar with. Now, granted, that exists in literary culture where they take something and adapt it into something a little fluffier. And for them to pull that from the source material is one thing, but they're like really cheapening, I think, what her character is. This is like be. bling bling variety, a little Red Riding Hood. Yeah. Like you could still do the like sensual version of Red Riding Hood without going over the top. And this is over the top. Why know? does it have to be like this? And I wish, I, I, and honestly, I think the answer is because it's not her turn to have growth. Because it's also easy. It's it's very easy. Which and it's is an easy, gross. And it's easy to stick her in the back scene to have Dr. Whale, like, ogling her while she's bending over a table. Like, But you do that once, and then you get her out of it. Like, you just, you make something for her to be like, actually, I respect myself, and you turn it around. Like, you have it in there. Did you find me you, wolf thing? <laughs> yeah, even the way that her script is written. Awful. Like, it feels like the girls behind Regina George and Mean Girls that are just written as just airheads, which is not fair. Like, it's not. No. I don't know. It's, I hate it. It bothers me a little bit more than I feel like it. I no, but, like every time we have to see her, I am upset. Like, <laughs> which okay, I I don't want to spoil anything, but she gets a fantastic character arc, and Was it takes it worth us a really it? long time. It, I, <laughs> I mean, not worth this, but it it's it 
is really, really great what they eventually do. And it's, in fact, like, in, in fact, it feels as though someone said something or fans or something it's, because the direction mm, that they turn it in I is forgot really like, where she ended up and now I remember yeah. where she ends up. So, like, maybe somebody, a woman writer came in and was like, what are you guys doing? I mean, something must have. I got to do a little bit more research. I bet you it was a woman came in. Just and so was you like, guys know, without spoiling anything, Ruby's character will be ultra redeemed redeemed in so in so more ways than one uh and she and she actually gets to be the focus of like a whole storylines that is is much later um but yeah it's for now every time we see her like she and dr whale feel like the two characters i want to be rewritten because Mm -hmm. he is way too over the top misogyny and chauvinist that i don't think has a place in this town like we didn't need to have mary margaret's love life fail like that we can just have her like i was i'm watching thor dark world with taryn right now and natalie portman's character is on a date with the guy from it crowd and it doesn't go well but he's not a dick he's not like a chauvinistic <laughs> asshole <laughs> it just doesn't go well and then they and it's actually really funny how they do it i'm like does it ha- does every bad date here's my question does every bad date have to be because the guy is a disgusting pig because in the very first scene of the first episode that guy at the other end of the table was like had a wife and Awful. kid at home and yeah. was like slobbering all over emma you know like it just it's definitely it's guys writing it's, it's male tv writing which mm-hmm. in the in the late 2000 you know 2000s and early 2010s that was a big problem in television especially but also in movies like guys just didn't know how to write women i mean that's been a problem for decades but it was an especially big problem in the 2000s which thankfully now we're starting to swing away from as unfortunate as it was the me too movement really did open a lot of eyes and move a lot of pieces in in hollywood and make it a little less horrible like two percent less horrible but Justice for Ruby is what I say to this. A hero. We should see if they have a picture of the rescue. We can make campaign posters. Oh, people would love that. It's a great idea. Yeah. Wait, so I'll get the photo. Can you write it up? This is how good wins. You do something good and people see it and then they want to help you. Maybe you're right. You see, Henry? We don't have to fight dirty. Oh, they're doing Emma's detective music. <laughs> and she's doing her upside down smile frown face when she sees something she recognizes. <laughs> they didn't even tell us what it was. Loads what? Of Where did she today. go? Straight to gold. You hope you're not going to break my little bell. <laughs> I love him so much. I'll be right here, Miss Swan. Take a whiff. It smells like your sheep crack oil. Turns out it's flammable. Whoa. Are you sure? There's some construction working on at City Hall at the moment. There's loads of flammable solvents used in construction. Why did you do it? See, this is the sinister thing I was talking about earlier that he didn't have when he was trying to pawn her clothes off. And it's not just the score. The score is doing this like ominous violin thing. But like, but like the way that he has this like perfect answer, you know? for like a, not even an alibi but like an alternative he's like a lawyer like reasonable right. doubt you know just like there's construction over there. and like Maybe you smelled that, was... that over smoke yeah uh, let's, well, well, let's let's call that TV magic physics okay yeah cause we gotta we don't have two hours we gotta move it along <laughs> if I did it if I did it that would be because you cannot win 
What is that from? If, if it's good. Oh, something Hercules. Like, uh, oh, nice. Oh, well, <laughs> being the hero in a fire? How could you even know I'd be there at the right time? Maybe Whoa. Regina's not the only one with eyes and ears in this town, or maybe I'm just intuitive. I thought you said if, bro. Were I involved? Yeah, were I, I involved? There. Not the type. I can't go along with this. You just did. This is just the price of election, Miss Swamp. Price I'm not willing to pay. Find another sucker. Okay, go ahead, expose me. But if you do, just think about what you'll be exposing. I know, right? Girl, let it go. Right. Oh, yes, and um, who you might be disappointing. Did you see the, the Mickey figurine now? Mm-hmm. I'll rewind it real quick. It is at right 2639, there. yeah, in the bottom left. I don't know where the mini one is, though. It says They say it's on the right. They somewhere. have a big version of that at one of the All-Stars. Is it is it the phone? Is that what it is? The red phone? I think phone? it is, yeah. That he's like holding or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well there you go. A little 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 Disney magic in there. Who you might be disappointing. How cool would it have been if this was an actual store you could have walked into and out mm-hmm. streets of America, you know? Wow. That's an expensive CGI shot for this castle for this episode. <laughs> Here we go. All right, so we got a uh, got Bay Rumple and, and Bay. Rumple lighting some fires in the castle. Very uh, symbolic of what he just did at town right, hall. Right, that same sheep wool, whatever. Yeah. This is like hay and stuff, and this is very visibly outside stone lighting on fire but we'll forgive it it's fine it's fine <laughs> it's only so much money you can they blew their budget on the, the aerial shot of the castle <laughs> and this is interesting too do you notice that he's limping just how he's limping in Storybrooke he has this big staff yeah and Rumpelstiltskin that we know of doesn't limp he found the dagger hurrah <laughs> I wish they put that in the show <laughs> It says Zoso. <laughs> that is the name of the dark, the dark one. Oh, which by the way, there, that's a reference to something. Let me just pull it up real fast. It's a stupid one, so I didn't include it in production notes. But it's, uh, it is a reference to. It's like Led Zeppelin or something. Oh. Cultural references. The significance of the Dark One's name on the dagger is an allusion to the Rumpelstiltskin. No, no, sorry, not, not that. Uh, Zoso. Zoso. Uh, the Dark One's name, Zoso, refers to a nickname for Led Zeppelin guitarist and songwriter Jimmy Page, who was represented on Led Zeppelin's fourth album uh, uh, by a symbol resembling the letters Z-O-S-O. This episode premiered on the night before Page's 68th birthday. Oh. Interestingly, the inside cover of the album shows a cloaked figure holding a staff and a lantern. When Rumpelstiltskin first meets Soso, I guess, which we're about to see, uh, he's also wearing a cloak and is carrying a staff and a lantern. Uh, Adam Horowitz says the flashback story in this episode is inspired by Led Zeppelin and uh, Tolkien, apparently. Interestingly, Led Zeppelin loved Lord of the Rings, and some of their songs contain references to the famous novel. 
In fact, many people wrongly assume that the aforementioned inside cover was a figure from Tolkien's book. It was actually inspired by a figure from a tarot card. Interesting. That, is, that actually is kind of interesting. I regret not putting that in production. But that is kind of cool. <laughs> I was like, whatever, this is dumb. <laughs> Here is the debate. Debate today. There's a whole banner. How many staples, girl? David. Oh my God! Look, Margaret. Hi. My dad has that hat. I was just. (laughs) Yeah, I also have that hat, but I don't wear it. Oh, my dad wears it everywhere. How are things? Okay. Oh, I got a job. Yeah, I'm working at the animal shelter. This feels like newsies. It feels like they're teenagers. Oh, Sydney. My wife is friends with Regina, so. Oh, right. How is Catherine? Good. She's meeting me here later. That's wonderful. <laughs> She's like murdering this son with staples. It's uh, so great you have a wife. Oh my god, I, I love that. I was gonna say, how do you feel about the about the sentence? My wife is friends with Regina in this context like, girl, with their history, we, like. We know who that is, David. So is that is that writers don't forget this is this is coming back from a from a break. So I wonder if this is the writers breaking what would be a good scene because they have to give exposition to be like remember yeah. this is why you know David it's because know. they have a but, love triangle. But like that would sounds he really say dumb. to specifically to Mary Margaret would he say my wife? <laughs> they were involved in like a real serious aggressive. He was love going triangle. to leave her. Yeah, I don't think you need to clarify my wife. Um, but this is the thing, though. Guys do that in conversation. You know, like they'll like meet up with someone, and there's like a weird like attraction, th- or or a girl. Honestly, that too. Like, oh my boyfriend Bart blah, 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 refers blah, blah, blah. to me as like wifey, like what? Oh, you know, my wife, like to a lot of people, and I'm like, I have a name, like I. They know me. You can just say Isla. They know. <laughs> I uh, we've been married for like three years now. Like I, they get it. Y- yeah, I, we're doing this. I, I have a lot of pride in doing in saying that. I myself. think I think it's because he gen- generally really loves the fact that I am his wife, and yeah. So like it's nice, and I do love that. But like it's okay. But doesn't it feel like a weird qualifier? Because every time I say it, I'm like, I'm saying it because I'm proud. But at the same time, I'm like, why do we do this as a society? Like, as a culture? Like, why do we have to, like, quantify a woman's value in a conversation by, so like, when contextualizing I, there's a difference. who she is? When I worked at the bank, there was a man that only referred to his wife as the wife. Oh, yeah. That's an old-fashioned thing. I hated it. I was like, oh, he like the wife. The, no, he was, like, early 50s. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's, that's I think that's a. But I think that's like a cultural thing of that time. You know but he, I mean? the way he said it, it was so loaded. Like, she's yeah. just the wife. Like, but the wife. to my point, that's how they looked at them like back, like, like just before like our generation. Hate it. You know, like our older Hate siblings. It. I like, love being a wife. Very... Like, I love that I'm married. I love that, like, I love that I'm referred to as a wife and a mom. But like, the wife is just so the wife, yeah. gross. It feels like, you know, the one who cooks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's probably in the kitchen. She's in the right kitchen. Now, am I right? Yeah, <laughs> it feels a little. I don't know. Maybe we're just in a really woke 
time of our lives where like but the way know, he put we, it we in here did that. not sound good like it oh yeah felt like my wife is like, friends with regina you said regina not the mayor true actually that's a good point it felt to me the way that a guy particularly a nice guy would say i'm doing the right thing but you know don't fall in love with me because i said wife <laughs> you know what i mean like it's it, it is a, it feels a little bit like flashing your ring to give somebody something yes to exactly. show without having to be a dick about it exactly it felt a little like forced uh but even this like their their tension and uncomfortableness i i, I like it because it's cute because it i think the more tense people are like this the more you ship them and you want them to be together because they right. shouldn't especially in tv like not in real life you're like oh the more things are keeping them apart the more you're like i want them to end up together. right <laughs> well i'm all out of posters i'm gonna go get some more i'm gonna call that awkwardly so leaving so the conversation because so normal people don't know welcome you Welcome oh, I left my vacuum on. Uh, yeah. Uh, we welcome you, citizens of Starbuck. Welcome. Uh, Let's keep in mind this guy is in charge of therapy for the town. <laughs> that stumbling, bumbling, nice guy, but <laughs> yikes. I'm not going to win. What are you talking about? Everyone's talking about what you did in the fire. No, Henry's right. Can't beat Regina at this. Not the way she fights. Watch and see. Maria Margaret's hair is growing on me. Just about beating Regina. Nope. No, really? Can't relate. Henry. I want to show him that good can actually win. That's why you want to win it for him, but why do you want to win the election for yourself? Valid question. Why? I want to show him that a hero can win. And if I'm not, if I'm not a hero and I'm not the savior, then what part do I have in his life? That's heavy. Okay, there it is. There it is. Now that's a therapy session right there. (laughs) Better than being like, hey, Henry, you're crazy. You're crazy. (laughs) That's crazy. You know that's crazy, right? Also, Mr. Gold's wearing a black three-piece suit with a colored tie every single time. To the townie debate. He has a vest on. Like, he looks so slick. Just like Graham. But all black, though. Everything black except for the the one little, you know what I mean? It's a fire fit. Yeah. Here's the lantern Bay's holding. Papa! Yeah, see how, like, messed up his leg is? Oh, you burned Mm -hmm. I'm fine, son. I'm fine. I need you to go home. Wait for me there. Okay, please bad feeling. Hey, this is something I have to do on my own. Go home, son. Go home and wait for me, babe. So right away, that makes me wonder, like... You go. Why did he end up in Storybrooke as Mr. Gold with his limp returned to him? Like, what is that about? You know what I mean? Oh, Hmm. you see the dagger. This is it's gonna start a dagger trend. Zoso. Zoso. I summon thee. So nothing's happening. 
do not uh, adjust your your ear pods. Yeah, no. And your your car stereo. It was very anticlimactic. <laughs> Just Holy kidding. crap! You were asking for me. Oh. Submit, a dark one. I controlled you. This is why I can't watch horror movies. Yes, you do. Wield the power wisely. You can wield at any time now. It's almost dawn. That means it's your son's birthday. I bet Hordor and his men are already Plot on their the way to your house. Is the dark one. Mm. They can't take it. You don't control them. You control yep. me. Have you ever wondered, was he really your child at all? Unlike you, he's not a coward and yearns to fight and die. Also, he's right in front of his face. Can he see? What a poor that bargain that's the dude who told you to, to lay do down your soul to save your bastards. Oh my God! Wait, it really is the homeless person. So yeah, I you can see his face. Like his face is. Oh, you were kidding? That's hilarious. Hold on. <laughs> this one goes out for Isla, who is. Uh, better at this than she even recognizes. Oh my god. Plot this twist. Isla's plot twist is true. This is a Darth um, Vader moment. I thought you were saying that because you could, like right now, I just paused, you can clearly see this guy's face. No, he looks <laughs> like Obi-Wan Kenobi right now. Like, Oh, well, yeah, it's him. <laughs> Spoilers, guys. Hopefully you've already watched the episode and you're not watching along with us, because this oh is a real weird way to god. watch the show. <laughs> Whoops. Well, they're not going to reveal now, are they? Yeah, I could see his face. Like, why didn't you just cover, just block it so I couldn't see his face before? It's you. <laughs> it's you, the beggar. I couldn't see that when you were three inches from my face earlier. <laughs> but now I can see it that I've stabbed you. Like you made a deal you didn't understand. I don't think you're gonna do that again. Ooh, making you a deal you don't understand? Wow. Was such a burden. You'll see. Magic always comes with a price. Yo. <laughs> that was like. That's a that's a double shot. It's the beginning. To... That is the beginning. That's that's the OG magic comes out of price. Mm -hmm. That's where it comes from. Forged in the fires of this dude getting stabbed in the face. Uh, yeah, so he didn't like being the Dark One so much. So he was like, yo, can you kill me? But like, I'm going to do it in this really elaborate way. Really roundabout way. <laughs> really like, roundabout. Bro, this was, well, none of this was needed. I'm pretty sure the rules would have probably worked in a way where he couldn't kill himself. You know, he couldn't like just jump on the dagger himself you know what i mean right but he could have just been like listen i am who i am you're i got this plan and this right man. and he's like i'm a helpless man feed me a broth and i'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> i know it's not time for this yet but <laughs> this is uh isla's master class this is isla's uh isla's school of acting it's <laughs> <laughs> amazing <laughs> Might have to repurpose that sound for Eilers uh, Eilers Masterclass. Eilers, Eilers Masterclass, and in, in the cha -cha -cha. oh man, we have lost our marbles here. I'm so tired. You know, 
Why me? I know how to recognize a desperate soul. Oh, wait, there's a sound for that, right? Yeah, when we say the title in the... Title of the episode, but yeah. they weren't doing it for a while, so we were just ringing it for, like, the whatever the reference to the title but is, that but was this time... it. Which means you have to drink twice, because I made that up. <laughs> No. So he got no. him to kill the Stay. dark one who was him. You have to tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. Now you want an instruction manual? So needy. And now we learn how he turns to gold. Now it says Rumble Silskin on the dagger. Alright, because it's a new dagger. I'm going to say that's the Rumpelstiltskin dagger. So mm-hmm. we ask only that you listen with an open mind and please vote your conscience. That just a bad pun. <laughs> yeah, so that's what you do. I respect that. Oh, she's wearing a brown jacket today. Glass swan. No, is it brown? Sounds like something that oh, would yes. make mm-hmm. you buy. <laughs> Very well. Yeah. Wow, you guys hammered yet? Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Glass, your opening statement. I just want to say that if elected, I want to serve as a reflection of the best qualities of Storybrooke. Honesty, neighborliness. Reflect, right? And mm-hmm. strength. Thank you. Did, did Regina I'm sorry, just are like, we teleprompting via lip? Yeah. She like did what, what's her name's mom in Mean Girls? <laughs> like, or like, uh. With the camera? <laughs> Chris Jenner in the Ariana Grande video. Chris Jenner in anything, um, <laughs> actually. Like, literally lip-syncing his speech to him like a mom. Like, that's so extra. I hate it. <laughs> also, Giancarlo Esposito playing someone, like, not threatening for a change, which is interesting. Having him play, like, a kind of sniffling character. Yeah. Because you're used to seeing him play, like, strong characters, you know? You guys all know I have what they call a uh, troubled past, but they've been able to overlook it because of the um, hero thing. But here's the thing. The fire was a setup. Uh Uh-oh. No good. Mr. Gold agreed to support me in this race, but I didn't know that that meant he was going to set a fire. I don't have definitive evidence. That's not how I thought this was gonna go. <laughs> nope. But I'm sure. And the worst part of all this was, the worst part of all of this is, I let you all think it was real. And I can't win that way. Sorry. Well, the plot thickens. Not good. Not good, that's also, girlfriend. That's a boss move. That's a dumb See, the, move. Is it though? <sighs> the best part about the whole thing, this is what I love about this, is that it's a really boss move for her to do, and we're and 
this is very much getting to the savior stuff, right? Like she really is taking the good guy way out. You know, like she's, yeah. she's in a way that we don't like it how charming does it because it's a little too obvious. And she's doing it in these subtle ways that like they do with characters in movies, like the good characters like have to make sacrifices, right? Even their own dignity or whatever. The best part about it is that <laughs> that look on Regina's face because she's like, I win, I win. And it yep. keeps going back to us saying that she has her blinders on to just the immediate thing that she wanted was for Sydney to win the debate. So that Sydney could be in a position of power that she can manipulate. But she's not seeing the things that Emma is affecting outside of that of goal. Of stupid thing, yeah. That is so much more impactful than just this. So it, talking about chess, Regina's constantly attacking the pawns that are just these little one, you know, like little soldier moves. And that's not how you win at chess. You win at chess by playing at future moves beyond what you're doing. And she never did that, not even as Evil Queen. She's always just going one move ahead. And chess is infamously a game of playing 10 moves ahead. Exactly. And Emma's not doing that on purpose, but Emma is definitely affecting things 10 moves ahead without even knowing it because she, and that's the cool part too, is that she's not a master game player, Emma. She, she is actually in certain ways proving that the good guys do win by just always doing the good thing even when the good thing is not easier when the good thing is harmful to you you know yep. what i mean that's kind yeah, of yeah because this could have ruined is. her she has no yeah. idea yeah this could have ran her out of town she definitely lost the election like and she didn't care about those things because she just wanted like the, the core value of doing the right thing was more important to her yeah she is going to win as a byproduct of the good value, not as a direct result you know what i mean it's just a, yep. it's just an extra thing that happens which is in turn, the lesson she wanted to show Henry in the first place. But the fact that Regina thinks that's a win for her always makes me laugh. That the villain's like, ha, I did it. And they don't realize... You did nothing. What, what just, like, started to happen, which is a, a, a loss even bigger than they could have thought. That's just real... That's real good writing mechanics for heroes and villains, you know what I mean? Right. <gasps> Another? What? Ruby looks amazing. Oh, hell yes. Did they hear us? <laughs> this outfit Killing is not it. even it's not even like a turtleneck. Yeah, like it's it's still like revealing, but it has like, you know, like a hole in the back and the sleeves are open, but it's like a nice outfit. We respect okay, Ruby. I see you. What's this for? You stood up to Mr. Gold. It's pretty amazing. Kids also oh, he did something illegal. They notice things like That's that. That's what heroes mm -hmm. do. Expose stuff like that. She looks so bad. I shouldn't have given up on Operation Cobra. <laughs> that was really cute that he was. I know. I thought I might find you here with a drink and my son. Here to card me, officer? Well, not at all. In fact, I, I think I'll join you. Here? I don't know. I think they're setting up a back room for the victory party. Well, you'll have to tell me what that's like. Congratulations. Poor Sydney Glass just caught Sheriff up in something Swan. that he shouldn't be. Wait, what? It was a very close vote. But people really seem to like the idea of a sheriff brave enough to stand up to Mr. Gold. See? Are you joking? She doesn't joke. Wouldn't that be great if she was just like, no, I'm, I'm totally playing with you. Sydney North. And Mr. Goldman Swan. 
but he does make a superlative enemy. I would know I'm the evil queen. <laughs> Enjoy that. Lana oh Perea is like 17 smiles that she can do that mean all mean different things. Crazy how she lost and isn't contesting the vote. Everyone's watching from behind their curtains today. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Wild. I she thought didn't say that's that, what we do. How she didn't say that it was far from over. <laughs> oh, wow. It's Who like, said that? <laughs> amazing. And like they're not still hanging flags from the year past. It's just oh my god, Sydney Glass for president? I mean, sheriff. 2011? Oh my gosh, I love that so much. If only, if only. If only. Anyway, let's get back to Brad at Kappa. Oh man. Where the weird kid from his physics class has decided that he's sick of Brad's bullying. I mean, this is literally, yeah, like a kid comes and shoots up the school. Like, this is scary vibes yeah. of just, like, you bully somebody so much that, like, and who's who's to blame here? You know, the kid I who know. snaps and, and then takes and then takes violence on other people or the person who prodded them into that in yep. the first place, you know? Also, I'm sorry, just because he looks like he's a little, like, you know, in, like, liver failure doesn't mean that. (laughs) He also, he just has his head tilted down, and he was like, oh my god, dark one. He's also, he's in a burlap sack. He's not in, like, a sexy black cloak. I'm like, does anybody with a hood fool you, Brad? Like, what the hell's wrong with you? Anybody in the show, you didn't realize the homeless person was the dark one. Like, Yeah, seriously, these guys are blind. What was it you used to call me again? Spindle shanks. Hobblefoot. Papa? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's your dad. You don't recognize your dad? What the fuck? And now you shall know me as the new dark one. He sounds like Mr. Gold right now. a little mm-hmm. filthy. Kiss my boat. Uh, On the other hand, fantastic justice. You know? <gasps> no, Papa! Oh my soon. god, I did not need that. Okay, for those of you who are, uh, who are tuning in to the audio version of this podcast and not the video version, he just spun that guy's head around on his neck. <laughs> that was crazy. And then he killed all what of them. Happened to you? That's some serious trauma. You're safe, babe. Yeah. Feel safe, son. No. <laughs> no. I'm frightened. <laughs> I'm not. Yikes. I protected what belongs to me. Oh. And I'm not scared of anything. <laughs> except a toothbrush. I was gonna say, except the dentist, apparently. He said it takes uh, under just under two hours to do the full makeup with costume and teeth and eyes and the skin. 
and about uh, a little less than an hour to take off. The boots alone took 20 minutes to lace. I'm not surprised this is not, by that. This is not his full rump. This is, we're talking like the full Rumpelstiltskin outfit with the cool leather crocodile yeah. jacket and everything. Yeah. And I do have a fun, I'm starting to watch uh, convention panels of different <laughs> I do parts those of with Wendy Lucifer. in the show. Oh God, that's such a good show. <laughs> it's such a good show. I'm obsessed. I have a great show recommendation. That guy, uh, I've seen, I was introduced to him in a comedy show before Lucifer, and he's Tom fantastic Ellis? in it. Yeah. It's I'm obsessed called, with him. Yes. It's a show called Miranda. I was going to say, um, no, but I know that that's where he's from, the British yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. It's hilarious. He's like the Ross or like the Chandler of that show. He's like the love interest. Of I the love Garmin. him. And his oh, wife so is hilarious. Oh, really? She's a writer. I mean, She's a screenwriter. Yeah, that's a, that's a fantastic team. Um, but yes, yeah, so I'm watching these panels uh, to get some inside information on like them doing the show that maybe didn't show up in the wiki. And so I found out a couple little cool things about him. But I won't talk about it this week. I'll talk about it when we really get into heavy rumple because it's about his character and how he gets does into what it he does. Stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because this is not this is still early and Mr. Gold style. He's not in his like weird little elf thing. What is that? I don't even know what that is. The sheriff's jacket. <laughs> I thought you might want it after all. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> he did a Rumpelstiltskin entrance as Mr. Gold in Storybrooke. That is explaining that. <laughs> that music bite. Oh, man. I call this little... What do you call it? A music bite? Mm-hmm. I call that the Uncle Jesse. Yes, yeah. Every he time Uncle Jesse's hair kind of. Every time Uncle Jesse would walk on set during one of those episodes of Full House, girls would just mm-hmm. go nuts. They'd be like, or, "Oh my god, John Stamos." Like Or if somebody from another show who was huge oh, came on, like, do you like remember the Beach Boys. when when <laughs> uh what's his name from growing pains her brother kirk when kirk cameron came on the show as like a cousin or whatever yeah like the place went and was live like the place went nuts and they left all of that clapping and they're like he couldn't even get into his first line because yeah. the girls were just like freaking out. steve urkel was on that show yes place the anytime the, the beach place. boys showed up everybody boys, would yeah. go nuts yeah, and they're just like singing good vibrations in the basement, and then yes. when they're done, like people would just like it's a concert, and it's like r- applause and this roaring. Oh my god, that was a, a really good entrance for Mister Gold. <laughs> guy with a cane sneaks up on you in your own office. The sheriff's jacket. What are you talking about? The sheriff wore a three piece suit every night. Right, and the way that she jumped across the room. So part of the act, my dear. Political theater and an actual theater. And you know no one was going to vote for you unless we gave you some kind of extraordinary quality. And I'm afraid saving old Regina's arse from the fire just wasn't going to do that. Oh, so you planned this to give you a higher So you knew this was going to happen. Okay. They had to see you defy me. And they did. Do you think this is, this is Mr. Gold taking advantage of an opportunity to make himself look like he's on top? Or is he actually that good to double reverse himself? It looks as though he's just trying to make it seem like it fits but i think he knew 
You do? You think that mm-hmm. he, from the beginning, he was like, I'm going to set a fire, she, and then she's going to save her, and then she's going to defy me, and she's going to expose me, and then she's going to win. He, he, he knows she's the savior. That's true. And she will choose good. That's true. Because he said, because I also think Both it's because times. he's really playing on the son thing, the, the child thing in this episode. So he's like, right. I know you need to impress your son. Like, I know you need to make sure that he thinks that you're good because I did not get that chance. Well, he didn't. Interesting. Up, but I, I do uh, think yeah. he did it. I buy that. I buy that. Uh, but it looks yeah. bad. It looks real, real sleazy. But I think, yes. Knowing Rumpel's mind, I think so. I think we'll put this in a poll on the yeah, Discord, and then we'll see, poll. or if people want to write in or call in on whether or not they, to that same question, do you think Mr. Gold uh, could have seen that far out? Did, did his plan go this far into the future that he also could tell what she was going to do, or is he adapting as things happen? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the real question here. No way. There's no way you planned that. Everyone's afraid of Regina. But the more afraid of me. He was standing know that, up to yeah. me. You won them over. It was the only way. You knew I'd agree. Oh yeah. I know how to recognize a desperate soul. Ooh. Oh my god, again? That's a great. That was good. That was real good. Why did you do this? We made a deal sometime back, Miss Swan. Yes, you did. We established that you owed me a favor. I know that can be a bad feeling, owing someone. Now that you're sheriff, I'm sure we'll find some way for you to pay back what you owe me. Yo-oh. Congratulations. And once again, Mr. Gold is in front of it every step of the way, which is such a cool thing to watch. He knew. That was a loss. Did you hear that? <gasps> oh my god, that was it. And that, that was, was a loss. That they like hit it hard with that lost sound. That was that was amazing. I freaking loved it. That was a good so one. We are we're we're at like two hours right now recording because that was so good. That so was, what's good is that the first rumble episode was not that great. I mean, yeah. It, it was really it, dragged it. We both said that it was like really it, it was slow for sure, yeah. Yeah. And this one was hmm. This one was definitely definitely not slow and had a lot of lot of great things in it, which we'll talk about during our ratings. But first, before we rate, we need to find out who is your MVP. What do you got? Who's who's your most valuable Storybrooke player? Because I kind I honestly I kind of want to say Mr. Gold. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not giving weird? it to Mr. Gold. I'm not copping out. <laughs> Just because that was a just the fact that he could do it that far in advance in Storybrooke and push her. First of all, he got her the role of sheriff, which she needs to be in that role. That's important that she's in a position of authority like that. Not only did he make it happen, he also made it so theatrical for us as a viewer to watch. Now, I know we're talking about characters within the context of the show itself, but as a viewer, also, he made it so interesting to fight. Like, he didn't even. They didn't let on that he had his ulterior motives had ulterior motives. You know what I mean? You know so what? So I feel like, I don't know. I'm going to get it up to the homeless guy. Uh, Zoso. Yeah, Soso. Soso. 
so 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 uh the original og dark one we would not have rumple without him and without rumple what is this show what is that's a good that's a really good point I think we're going to stick with those. I think that's cool. Because yeah. then I, Rumple for, or Mr. Gold, actually, you know what we should do? I kind of wonder if we should do this. And tell me, because this kind of brings up a good point. Should we do an MVP for, for individual timelines? Should we do an MVP mm. for like Enchanted Forest and for Story? Because it's a different, they're not connected. You no, know what I mean? But they are connected to the end point of this. I don't think we should but have if, them separate. You don't think you should do two like an MVP? No, because for I each don't one? think that there's always an MVP for built both worlds. But if so, the way think about the previous episodes, right? So we have like something like the Jiminy Cricket one, where you have the story of like the boy who gets his parents turned into dolls and like him in that future place. But like, don't you think a different MVP, like instead of it being Archie, mm, yeah, maybe instead of it being Jiminy, that a different MVP saved the day. Yeah. In Storybrooke when they were, because Archie does not get the MVP in Storybrooke. <laughs> does Archie ever get the MVP? Probably. <laughs> but, um, but Jiminy, but Jiminy could have gotten it in. Yes. In Enchanted Forest for then ending up going to help Japan. Okay. Because in that case, you have a Enchanted Forest one, which I 100% agree with. I, I think we could just call the MVP that, like Zoso in the Enchanted Forest, but not Rumpelstiltskin, Mr. Gold specifically. Right. You know what I mean? Okay, I that's, think that's fair. A good because I feel like there's we're gonna keep doing this whole split, you know, split yeah, uh, that's location true. thing. Yep. And I feel like you know it, it might be worth it to to really talk about the evolution uh, evolution and the growth of the characters in the Enchanted because Rumpelstiltskin specifically is gonna get is grow so much and get so crazy in the Enchanted yep. Forest. So many different versions of him. Um, that Mister Gold is a it does have growth, but it's a little bit more linear. Because it's mm-hmm. the real world, so so we'll do that next time. That'll be interesting. So so now we get to. I think maybe next time we can take a little bit of time in the beginning to do that for the first seven episodes. I yeah. feel like we're not so far ahead that we can add that. To yeah. Um, well, now it's time. Even though we teased this sound for Isla's uh, exquisite school of acting, <laughs> uh, four. The first annual Mr. Gold's Gold Star in the field of excellence. How many Mr. Gold Gold Stars should we give this episode? What did I give last week? So was last week a four? Four. Four point zero. Okay, I'm going to give it a three eight this week. Oh, why? Why the demerit? I don't think we... There was so much happening for that cliff, that winter finale cliffhanger that I don't want to disrespect it. By giving the episode coming back from it a better score. Interesting. I don't think it was. I don't think it was that deserved. I'm glad we know who Rumple is and how he came to be Rumple. <sighs> yeah, this is hard. But there's still more. It's hard to not judge it based on what we know. It didn't happen yet. You know what right. I mean? Right. Like, Which is why I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it as, as a three eight. There wasn't this a lot happening in Storybook. That's true. Well, I don't know. I disagree with that because I think that even though we only advanced just the sheriff's position, I think that like you're you're right in that not a lot happened. But I think that there was a lot of conflict, even though there wasn't a lot of the cat fights were good. 
the fun, but this is the this think about how many times this episode got like zinger fight talking you know yeah we're like at the end and then we're like oh my god that's a bit like writing wise like it wasn't just one there was like multiple in storybrook and in enchanted forest and then some from the enchanted forest that got brought into storybrook with the like i recognize a desperate soul i don't know that to me ah oh, true two desperate souls and like that fight between gold and regina in the in the shop good good uh, that to me that feels very four point three four point. Oh my gosh! Like, that, what a this, score! This feels like the beginning of. It's not a five yet because the fives is when we really get into the the meat. I think. Well, the problem is with TV series, it's hard because those tend to be like closer to the season finale. They start to really ramp things up. That's just how TV is written. You know, they like yeah. establish conflict, a lot of filler episodes in the middle. And once they start getting to the season finale, it's just like killer every time. Cause you're just ramping up the risk and the, you know, the, the conflict and the, you know. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to um, bring mine up to a three, nine. I'm still going to, I'm going to stay there. I'll say 4.2. I'll say 4.2. Cause I, I think you're right. There is a little bit of, you know, I do I do this thing on Twitch with a friend where we we do tier ratings for Disney movies and we've gotten into some heated battles. Funny because we weren't getting into battles with each other. The two of us were getting into battles with the people from the chat who were watching us do it because it's so hard to not judge something in a group based on what's already in the group not because that movie deserves this ranking it's because well look at all the other movies in that ranking does this compare to that it's really hard to separate that you know and it's hard to not only not judge this based on what we know is coming because in theory we wouldn't have seen that yet and it's hard not to judge it with what we've already seen where like last week's episode doesn't have anything to do with this week but we're still like but Graham and we're like taking points off because one of our they killed one of our characters I know but I just I can't (laughs) do that no you're totally right you're totally right so I'll I'll say 4.2 4.2 and a 3.9 which technically will average to a four also so yep. Yep. <laughs> it's totally fine uh all right so the last segment of our show uh is when we watch the promo for next week so we can get hype and excited Ooh. about what is to come next the next episode is true north episode nine Only next sunday father what are you doing in my forest? Lost in one world. Where are we going? The home of the blind witch. Alone in another. Where are your parents? We don't have any. I promised them they wouldn't be separated. Stop making promises you can't keep. You've heard their story told. No matter how you're tempted, don't eat anything. But never quite like this. I smell dinner. ABC's Once Upon a Time. All new next Sunday at 8 7 <laughs> Hansel and Gretel. I just realized that you couldn't see any of that because that's of the okay. That I streamed it. But Hansel and Gretel, you got the idea. Um, the only real cool visual in that is the, uh, the actual blind witch is like a hot twenty-three year old. Yeah. It's not like a good, like a decrepit old like moly right. witch. It's like a she looks like a young Maleficent. You know what I mean? Um, that's gonna be that fun. That should have been Catherine. Yeah, I agree. Actually, that yeah, that would have made that would have made more sense. Um, let's see. I'm just realizing I'm, I'm going back to look at my notes here and 
Yeah, now it's the uh, the reused actors and actresses. There's also uh, apparently a, a a peasant somewhere that gets reused in Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, who also plays like a crossover peasant. There, uh, I was just seeing because the Blind Witch, um, they are talking about the Blind Witch and the thing you love most, which is the weird kind of shriveled old, you know, one trying to do a dark curse. And she just said the Blind Witch talking about the Hansel and Gretel witch and I I was wondering if it was the same character or not um it doesn't say that it is but I was just making sure that I wasn't taking it from a different episode anyway uh that sounds exciting that's kind of that's kind of cool I think it'll be interesting to see who Hansel and Gretel is right up until this point we've everybody that we've seen in Shannon Forest is a person in uh, Storybrooke. So I wonder if they're going to try and like, you know, tie that in somehow, but that'll, that'll be good. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we did. So we far, loved high it. scores, high scores all around. Uh, Don't worry, the bad so, ones are coming. Uh, yeah, eventually. Although, to be fair, it's what's really nice is that we have a lot more good ones before we get to the bad yep, ones. I think exactly. the next, like, 40 or 50 episodes are pretty great, even though we have some that are a little slower. That's just that's just TV. Um, <clears throat> but if you would like to call into our voicemail, the number again is 207-536-8512, the SBC pod on Instagram and at gmail.com if you'd like to write into us. Uh, we put up some like memes and stuff on Instagram where we're going to try and, and post some more stuff up there and get that a little bit more active. But if you really want to get active and talk to not only us, but other people who are uh, also listening to the show, then you can other join brookies. our discord, other brookies. Um, then you can join us in the discord and uh, there's a whole party happening over there. Uh, memes and spoilers and polls and lost chats and all that kind of stuff too. So that's our, that's our show this week. Hope you liked it, and I guess we'll see you next time. And don't Bye. forget, all magic comes with a price. Oh my god, are we really doing that? Bye. <laughs> Do we have to then ding ourselves? <laughs> <laughs>